as God intended. Let's go. are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host for today, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian and functional medicine practitioner and proprietor of Back to Balance Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thank you so much for joining me today at Looking for Healing Talk Radio. Looking for Healing is an exciting show where you can learn from experts in the practice of natural medicine. Combined, the show hosts possess more than a hundred years. Yes, that's right. You heard me correctly. More than a hundred years of clinical experience as professional healers and includes myself, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Brian Artis, and Dr. Jana Schmidt. If you are into all things natural when it comes to health and healing, then stick with us. This is the show for you. I am super grateful for having the opportunity to share and educate and expand the minds of others on the topic of natural healing, which is a topic that has seemingly gotten lost as the primary way of being when it comes to healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all your like-minded friends and family that they can find us live every week on America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks, and via America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple and from Android. And I, was all, I would also like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of our show, Global Healing. They make beautiful natural supplements that are made with pure ingredients. One of the products that I'm a fan of is their organic vegan vitamin B12 formula. We recommend this formula to a lot of our clients. And B12 is necessary for maintaining energy pathways in the body It's necessary and critical for normal functioning of the neurological system. And I really appreciate the fact that they make their products in such a way that it's triple activated. It's made with the three best forms of B12. It also contains Ormus supercharged minerals, and it is made with triple distilled biophotonic structured water. Very cool product. And Global Healing is offering a generous 15% off of your first purchase as a thank you to our faithful listening audience of Looking for Healing Radio. Use the discount code of OUTLOUD, O-U-T-L-O-U-D, OUTLOUD, when placing your order. Okay, so let's get to it. We have a great show for you today. And we are currently in uh, the process of doing a series with a very special individual, an individual that's very special to me. He's a brilliant man, and he has so much wonderful information to share with us. His name is Bill, Bill Cadwallader. He's a certified electromagnetic radiation specialist. 
And Bill is the author, author of a couple of books. One of them is Exposed, The Electronic Sickening of America and How to Protect Yourself. It includes dangers of 5G and smart devices. This is also includes an EMF comprehensive home safety audit of each room in your home. And his other book that he's a co-author of is Quick and Easy EMF Guide, 99 Tips to Lower Harmful Electromagnetic Radiation. It includes pages of quick and easy solutions, and 99 Tips has now been translated into Spanish. And Bill is one of the international EMF experts featured at the International EMF Health Summit. He has presented multiple times at the annual cancer convention, multiple times at the doctor symposium in Los Angeles, and is taught at the Building Biology Institute. He's the creator of the EMF biocompatibility test for dirty electricity filters and uses this simple five-minute test to determine the optimum dirty electricity filter for each client and what they need in their home. He serves as a coach for Building Biology Institute's apprentice program, and he provides on-site EMF inspections in Nevada, Utah, Arizona, and Southern California. He also speaks extensively on solutions to harmful electromagnetic radiation. So without further ado, I'd like to bring Bill on here. Uh, he's got a lot of really, uh, really fascinating information he's going to share with us. And um, I actually found Bill or somebody referred Bill to me because I am one of those people who is highly, highly sensitive to all of these frequencies. It's, it's getting tougher to live in, in the world, in cities in particular, but also in the world, because you really can't get away from this, uh, these frequencies, these harmful frequencies. So, you know, the other option is just to protect yourself as much as you can and to educate other people. And that's really what we want to accomplish in these series that we're doing with Bill. So, Bill, I just want to welcome you to uh, to the show here. And one of my favorite things about Bill is that every time I get around him, I, I you know hired him many times to come to my home, come to my office. Uh, every time we get a new device or a new piece of equipment, I will reach out and call him to come in again and just do some testing around the equipment in the wellness center. And so he's done a lot of things for me and I'm still up and standing and functioning and can still live in the city uh, because of Bill. So he's helped me tremendously. But every time he comes around, I'm just fascinated. I, I could probably spend a whole week <laughs> alone with him and just, just prompt him to tell story after story after story of things that he's witnessed, things that he's experienced, uh, people he's helped, uh, just different uh, different stories that he has around these frequencies and what they do to our biology and to our health. So let me just invite you, Bill, to uh, say hello to the audience and to um, start sharing with us some of the really interesting stories that um, some you've shared with me, and maybe there's other stories you haven't shared that you think the audience would find really interesting. 
Great. Thanks again for those kind words, Nikolai. Sure appreciate it. And having me on to get this most important message out to the audience. And most people don't know about it, It's but it's out there. It's harmful. And the good news is we have ways, just easy, easy ways to actually reduce the radiation a great amount. So um, just to, uh, we had one show before, but just to remind people, there's uh, three types of radiation through the air. There's Wi-Fi, wireless, and Bluetooth. And all of those radiations are on your phone. And now with 5G phones, they actually even put more antennas to handle 5G. And uh, those are the radiations you would get from a cell tower as well. And then there's three radiations. Always think of the power of three, three through the air and three from the wire. There's electric radiation, there's magnetic radiation, and there's what's called dirty electricity. So electric and magnetic radiation are at the frequencies of electricity, and dirty electricity is a high-frequency voltage transients and harmonics that get captured on your electrical wires that were never designed to be there, and they're in the middle ranges, in the kilohertz range and in the megahertz range. So just to remember, they're in the higher range, the middle ranges, and then the higher, the highest frequencies are the Wi-Fi, wireless, and Bluetooth. So that's how we sort of look at it, and that's how we approach it. And unfortunately, all of those six types of radiation can cause health issues, cancer, and as I like to say, electromagnetic radiation is the tobacco of the digital age. And like tobacco and smoking, it can harm you and sometimes it can even kill you. So again, we, but the good news is we have solutions. So um, one thing, uh, we were out in Southern California we were at a house and we were doing a workshop there and uh, a gentleman was very sensitive to uh, a lot of this, and he brought out his 19-year-old son. 19-year-old son, we didn't know what that was about. And here's his son. He introduced him, and he said, here's my 19-year-old son. My 19-year-old son just had a hip replacement. Well, how can a 19-year-old son have a hip replacement? So what happened was he got a new cell phone. He was a freshman in high school. He put that cell phone in his right pocket. And that's where he kept it all day long. And the only time he took it out is when he went to bed. And then he did that for four years. And most people don't know a cell phone continually goes off every six to 30 seconds. So it tries to reach the nearest cell tower, the nearest Bluetooth, the nearest uh, Wi-Fi device. And when it tries to go out and reach and connect, it's, it sends out radiation thousands of times to safe level. So it's not a brick when you're not, it's just sitting there, it's constantly active. So he kept that active phone in his pocket, went all the way through high school, graduated. And shortly after he graduated, he was hiking behind his house and he jumped off a rock and he broke his hip. He was there, they rushed him over to emergency and the surgeon put him on the table. The first thing she found is there was a huge tumor on his thigh right where he kept the cell phone. Remember, that cell phone is going off every six to 30 seconds nonstop. And so when she went through the tumor, then she couldn't believe her eyes. She looked down and with her finger, she could stick her finger right through the hip. 
the hip was completely dissolved. So remember, if you're going to have a cell phone and carry it with you, make sure you put it in the safe position. And uh, on my website, uh, what we have is we have 10 ways of reducing radiation. And we have what we mentioned is airplane mode on, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi off. And when you put those in that particular condition, airplane mode on, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi off, it turns off almost all the radiation. So that's the way you want to carry your cell phone. And then whenever you, uh, in your pocket, and whenever you want to check messages or texts or something like that, just take it out of your pocket, turn airplane mode off, and then all of a sudden, all your text messages will come, all your voice messages will come, and as well as your data once you uh, uh, put it in that mode as well. So again, for the younger people, hip replacements, 60s, 70s, 80s, mm -mm, it can be 19 years old. So if you have kids, make sure they don't carry their phone there. That is just uh, uh, disturbing and shocking. <laughs> wow. Uh, like I said, he's got some really good stories. And, and I have a really quick question um, to ask you in that story. So I am a sensitive person. Um, sometimes I will ask people to turn their cell phone off if they're riding in a vehicle with me. I'll say, hey, would you mind turning your cell phone off? And then I ask them to put it in a Faraday bag. And so when I, uh, when I do that, they'll go, they'll just turn to me and say, oh, it's in airplane mode as if like, that's enough and that's fine. And I, Bill and I have discovered that I'm highly, highly sensitive to dirty electricity. So correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, about this, but can you talk a little bit about what is airplane mode? Because people just are so programmed to just put their phone in airplane mode and they think it fixes everything and there's no harm that can come from the phone. But if I'm sitting next to them and they put their phone on airplane mode, I'm still highly, highly bothered by it. I have to have them turn it off, put it in a bag and remove it from the area. So could you just maybe just shed some light clarity on that? Yeah, phones are getting a lot more complicated than they ever were before. They're putting now uh, things into phone, uh, in the phone that just airplane mode might not turn it off. So for most of the radiation, almost all the radiation depends upon the foot, make and model. If you airplane mode on, that turns off text and voice and then Bluetooth and Wi-Fi off. So a lot, sometimes when you put it into airplane mode, it doesn't turn Bluetooth off or it doesn't turn Wi-Fi off. So a lot of people always keep those on. And when you're riding in a plane, airplane mode goes on, makes sense, you're in a plane, but they want you to be able to use Bluetooth and Wi-Fi like on a laptop. So it connects to the Wi-Fi in the airplane now. So, and then for Apple users in my 10 things on my website that you can download for free, on number six, it talks about Apple phones or Apple devices. If you have an Apple device, either a tablet or a uh, computer or a phone, if it says not connected, that means it's still spewing out radiation, even though it's not connected. So then you have to go one uh, screen deeper and then make sure it's off. And actually what a phone does, the way they've engineered a phone, if it can't get a signal, it actually puts out even more radiation trying to connect. It powers up the phone even more. 
And so uh, that could have happened uh, as well when uh, someone's riding in a car or something like that. So I would say they had one or more of those other ones on. And uh, the best thing is at night when you have your cell phone, don't, my number one thing, don't charge it on your nightstand. Even if it's off or you think it's off, always move it as far away like your master bathroom. And then that way you're for sure. Because sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I left, you know, the phone on or Bluetooth happened to be on, I hit it by mistake. So again, whenever you can, uh, in my book, I talk about DDT, dosage, distance, and time. So anytime you can put distance between you and the cell phone, it's always the best thing, just in case you might not have turned something off. You know, that, that's a really good point uh, I, I'd like to bring up. Um, a lot of times if uh, you're working on a device, it could be a phone, a computer, a tablet, you can go and turn, I've noticed this, that you can go and turn off Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. But then if I carry my laptop to my friend's house that has Wi-Fi and I turn the laptop on, I'll say, oh, I have to connect to the Wi-Fi. No, I don't. Just bringing the computer in the house, it already did it. I didn't have to go and turn Wi-Fi on and then ask it to connect. So that's an interesting thing. So I like that point that you made. You have to constantly keep checking your phone. You could have a phone in your pocket, walk into a store, and that would be enough to turn it on, even though you know 20 minutes ago you manually turned it off. And so, and that's one other thought. We used to have phones that we could turn off. There was an on-off switch, and it seemed from all purposes they turned on and off. Now... When the reason why I ask people to turn their phone off and put it into a Faraday cage, a Faraday bag, because uh, Bill and I have tested this. We've taken, um, I think it was Apple phones. We were testing where we turn them off, not in airplane mode, off. And then we would actually take the devices and we would uh, test the devices and they still had kind of a surprising, shocking amount of frequency coming out of them. So Things to consider, things to know, things to think about. We're going to go to a short break right now. And when uh, when we return, uh, we will continue uh, discussing all these really interesting topics and, and hearing some more really interesting stories uh, with Bill. He's got a ton of them. All right, we'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula 
with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, before we get back into it, I just want to mention that if you are not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. You can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, or America Out Loud, and many more. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. We would love to hear from you. Okay, so let's get back into it. We're in the middle of a conversation with a certified electromagnetic radiation specialist. His name is Bill Codwallader. And we are going to jump back in and I'm going to ask Bill to share some other really, really fascinating, interesting stories about things that he has um, witnessed with these frequencies and what they do to our biochemistry, our physiology, our health and in general. Okay, so that was a fascinating story, Bill. You told us in the first segment about the 19-year-old who needed a hip replacement. It sounds like basically his entire hip bone was dissolved from carrying his cell phone in his pocket. So uh, give us another really interesting story that comes to mind that's relative. Sure. And, and this, is more for, this is more for parents with kids and, and actually anyone that uh, has their cell phone near them all night long. So I was coming out of the house and we'd finished in an audit and uh, an inspection and then a remediation. I spent about 25% measuring and me, uh, measuring the house and then 75% fixing the house right there on the spot. So as we were finishing up, I was coming out and the lady said, you know, there's a 16 year old girl across the street that just had six hours of surgery. I said, six hours of surgery? What, what was that for? She said she had a huge tumor on the right side of her face, and it was benign, but it was there, and they surgically removed it. And I said, well, that's weird. She said the girl slept with her cell phone right next to her head every night long. She would not put it any distance away. She did that. And as we talked about in the last segment, that the phone goes off every six to 30 seconds trying to reach the nearest cell tower, Bluetooth, or Wi-Fi device. And I said, okay, I, I hope someone tells her that, you know, it's not good to have it that close because it's thousands of times the safe level. There's over 5,000 uh, articles that talk about them, IMDs and PhDs that talk about all the cancer and health effects with all this EMF in too great of amount. And if someone wants to get dig a little deeper into the uh, weeds, uh, they can go to the bioinitiative uh, report.org, bioinitiative.org. It talks, it summarizes uh, the first 3,800 of those uh, studies. And then in my books, uh, my book Exposed, we cover about 300 of those studies and review them and talk about those. And so I happened to see that lady out and, you know, just out, out and about about a year later. 
she and I said hi, and she said, "You know that girl across the street?" I said, "Yeah, I remember you talking to her, or talking to me about her." And she said, "You know, she's 17." I said, "Oh, great, great." The tumor grew back. So in less than a year, the tumor grew back. This time it was a nine-hour surgery. I said, nine-hour surgery? How could that be? She said it was cancerous, and now she had to have plastic surgery. So think about it, parents. Your 17-year-old daughter having plastic surgery on the side of her face, and all of that could have been avoided if she would have moved that phone. So if you're going to do one thing today, parents, get those phones before your kids go to sleep and get them away from them. Remember that phone goes off every six to 30 seconds trying to reach the nearest cell tower, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi device. So that is avoidable. It's just so, ugh, it's, it's just hard to hear this, hard to fathom this. And, and you know, for any of those in the listening audience out there, um, it's so easy, I think, for us to say, oh, well, that's not me or that's not gonna be me. Um, it is you. This is this includes all of us. I mean, maybe you don't sleep with your phone against your face or right on the pillow next to the bed, but I, I to this day, I have not met somebody who doesn't own a cell phone. So just because you own a cell phone, how you you know where you carry it, how you carry it. Uh, Bill was talking about turning off Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and not charging it by your bed at night. You know, I think every single client I have. I will suggest that to them to not keep their cell phone by their bed. Well, well, how am I going to get up in the morning? It's my alarm clock. And it's like, okay, we're, we're grown adults. <laughs> Listen to the information that I'm sharing with you. You can go to, you know, a store and pick up a little, um, you know, the old school, old fashioned clock that sits by your bed that you can set an alarm on. So you don't have to rely on your cell phone or you, you can set the alarm and move the cell phone away from you, just as, as Bill has mentioned, so that you can still hear it when it goes off, but it's not within two feet of your bed. And, you know, one thing that uh, I was thinking about when you were talking, Bill, was now I see, so a couple of things, all men carry their phone on them. That's one thing. They're always in their pocket, right on their, you know, behind or in their front pocket, right, right by their reproductive organs. And also key fabs. I had an experience where I went to lunch with a friend of mine. I got in her car and within four minutes, three minutes, I was just, I was so ill and I, we couldn't figure it out what, what it was. And we took her phone, we put it in a Faraday cage and it was actually the key fob. The key fob was putting out way worse frequency than her phone was. We had to pull over and get out of the car and, you know, put the key fob in the bag and the Faraday bag. And then we put it in the trunk and then we put it under a bunch of stuff. Um, this is this is a real thing. And the other thing that I see all the time, and this just makes me want to just ah, pull my hair out. When I'm at the gym. They're now build, uh, building, uh, selling or, or sewing clothing. And I see this mainly for women where they're building, you know, or sewing on a pocket that's right on their hip or right on their glute. Or I'll say, I'll see women who take their phone and, oh dear God, they tuck it into their, you know, their bra or their jog bra that they're wearing in the gym. It's sitting 
right on top of their breast, such a vulnerable tissue. So, you know, I'm bringing this up because so many people think, oh, you know, I've got these stickers on my phone. I've got these phone cases, um, you know, oh, I've got a smartwatch on that's not as bad as a phone. Could you comment on a couple of these things that I've mentioned? Sure, sure. Um, chapter 12, we talk about devices, but I had the same uh, I had the same thing as well. I had bought a new car, had a key fob on it, as you mentioned. I was in San Diego um, going over some questions with the couple before I started, and we we're just at a table. And after about five or ten minutes, she said, "I don't feel well." And I just bought the car and it was my key fob in my pocket. She reacted the exact same way. And so again, ladies never carry those key fobs on you. They are transmitting. They're always transmitting. And if you have a push button car to start, then that has a key fob. If you have a car that you put in a key and turn it, normally those don't have a key fob. So like Nicola talked about, please don't carry those on your on your person at all. And if someone wants to do that, they sell many little Faraday bags you can actually put it in. And you know, if you wrap it around enough, hopefully that will protect you. But I would always recommend that you don't carry it on, on your body at all. And when I've measured, I've measured phones and devices, thousands of devices, and people from time to time have had a sticker and things like that. But most of the time, when you read the fine print on a sticker or something like that, they never claim to block the radiation. So out of the 5,000 studies that were done by MDs and PhDs, they never involved a device, you know, like a protected device or something like that, where they had a transmitter, they had a little mouse, and then they turned on, you know, the phone for a while. And unfortunately, that mouse developed some tumors on the heart. I've never seen a study done by independents where then they put a sticker between the mouse and the phone and they got the same results. So again, if you read the fine print, it'll talk about changing the type of frequencies or modifying it, but most of them are all the ones I've ever seen, never block the radiation. Remember there's over 5,000 studies now. So often I'll ask people, how many studies would it take you not to smoke? Oh, 50, 60, 100, something like that we're up to over 5,000 studies. How many will it take to not to change your habits? So again, it's not a big deal. Like Nicola says, I use my alarm on my phone. I put it in the master bedroom or master bathroom rather. It's probably 20 plus feet away, maybe 30 feet away. And I can hear the alarm. So if you're going to do something, as Nicola said, get that off your off your uh, nightstand. And remember, even if you have the phone off, off, the wire that you're charging it can have electric radiation, magnetic radiation, and dirty electricity in that wire. So even if your phone is off, off, and let's say it's completely down, then you get radiation from that wire that uh, is plugged in, and that comes out six to eight feet. Wow. Wow, that's really something. This stuff is so important for people to know and to understand. And so many people just have the belief system that if you can't see it, it's not there. And that's just so not true with this topic that we're talking about. 
Hey, Bill, you shared a story with me. It was about, um, I think it was a woman who had an issue with a key fob. She carried it, I don't know if it was in a pocket or in her bra, um, and she developed a bunch of tumors. Can you share? That's one thing I was going to ask you to share about. And then can you also talk about, uh, you shared with me, I've learned so much with you, whole body versus point source exposure and and what the difference is between those two. Yes. On the first one, on the key fob, I was at a lady's house and sure enough, she thought it was safe and everything. So she was very proud. And and again, uh, to her credit, she didn't put her cell phone, you know, up, you know, up on her chest at all. And, but then she uh, put her key fob up there and she developed small little tumors on the side of her chest where she actually had the key fob. So it's constantly transmitting. So again, ladies and guys, please don't carry those key fobs on you. Uh, not too long ago, my wife went to a funeral and it was a friend of hers and the funeral was for a 22 year old son. The 22-year-old son was about ready to go in the Coast Guard, carried his phone in his front pocket, testicular cancer, and he died with testicular cancer, 22 years old. Again, just like the hip replacement, it's going off all the time. And as we talked to, as Nicola mentioned, uh, a point source versus a whole body. So if you go into a big box store and they have Wi-Fi going throughout the store, that's like a whole body exposure. Not good, but again, it's a whole body exposure. When you have a device and you put it right next to your skin, that's a point source. And so if you happen to get a cyst, if you happen to get a rash, uh, then that's what's causing it. And if it's big, if it's strong enough and these signals are strong enough and you've kept it there long enough, remember DDT, dosage, distance, and time, how much you're keeping it there then you you tend to have cancer or tumor at that particular spot. And we had six people between my wife and I in an 18-month period, they all developed a glioblastoma multiform on the same side of their head where they carried the phone. So I often ask people, hey, when you're in your early 20s, you know, 20 years ago or something like that, how many of your friends had a brain tumor, a glioblastoma multiform? It didn't happen. That started when we had cell phones. And in my, uh, I talk about it when I present that those have doubled and tripled since we've had cell phones. Those things have doubled and tripled. They're not going the other way. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think weekly here in Las Vegas, and I'm not kidding, weekly. I will drive the same routes, drive to the same stores or friends' houses or whatever it might be. And weekly, I'm seeing either towers where they're adding, adding, adding more of these on the tower, or they're starting to put them up in neighborhoods now that I've, I've seen that. Um, and also on, on light poles as well. So it might be in a neighborhood and they're putting it on the, the, um, the light pole, but, um, you know, it wasn't there the week before, and then I'll drive down the next week, and there's uh, another one of these devices that's connected to the light pole next to the first light pole that had the device. So they're just, it, it's kind of nuts. It's like, you know, 
I don't know about you guys, but my soul connection has not gotten any better with all of these towers and devices that are going up. So, I mean, it gets to a point where how many do we actually need? So anyways, um, let me just uh, ask you one other question, Bill. Smart watches. Are smart watches any any worse, any better than carrying a cell phone on you? I mean, on the one hand, you can take a cell phone and put it somewhere else and walk away. But with the smartwatch, the obvious is that it's connected to your body all the time. As far as testing for frequencies in the smartwatches versus the cell phones, I'm wondering if you have noticed anything that is different between those two. Very, very powerful. And so the smartwatches I've measured, they've been anywhere from 20, uh, from 82,000 all up to 180, uh, 178,000. And just to give you a perspective, that's microwatts per meter squared. We want you into the hundreds, even better if you're under 100. And if someone's highly, highly sensitive, we want them under 10. And they have them on their body. And think about when they put their watch on their abdomen, on their sides, wherever the watch is, it's really, really bad. Okay, all right. Wow. Okay. So uh, we are getting ready here to go to uh, our second break. So lots more good information to come. Uh, We're just going to take a moment here to go to break and we'll be back in a few minutes and continue on here with uh, Bill. So stay tuned. Thanks. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made CofixRx nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. 
Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Hello, beautiful listening audience. We're back looking for Healing Radio with Nicola Burnett. So I just want to let you guys know, Looking for Healing Radio is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. Between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. And if while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your question by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you. All questions, all comments are welcome. Okay, so I'm jumping back in here with our just fascinating guest, Bill Cadwallader, our certified electromagnetic radiation specialist. And man, the more we talk about this, the more questions that I have. So I was taking notes and I was really excited about what uh, you were, you and I were talking about over the break. So here's the thing. This has become so commonplace, so mainstream. It's something you don't even think about. It's like getting up and brushing your teeth. You don't really think about it anymore. You just get up and do it or take a shower. And everybody's got devices and everybody's got phones and everybody's, you know, maybe has an Alexa in their home. So this is, we're moving into this more and more. There's more around us. There's more that we're exposed to which is really why I wanted to do this show and bring this awareness to people around the connections between these frequencies and health. So some of the things that I was thinking about um, as we were talking, Bill, ear pods, wireless mouses and keyboards, solar panels on homes, smart homes where you can connect into your thermostat and your um, you know, your your smart doorbells and all the different things. Um, just curious about your take on all of these things. And, you know, you have, you've been in IT all of your life. So you're, you're really familiar with how all of this works and connects and links up together. So just would like to hear some, um, some of your thoughts on, on those, where we're going in the future with all of this. Uh, sure. Uh, on the ear pods, um, I've measured many, uh, many ear pods and they're, um, they put out very high radiation. And so in the old, um, a while ago, they just had one, one in each ear. Uh, I'm sorry, just one, but now they have two in uh, one in each ear. So what happens is they, I've measured them anywhere from 70 or 80,000 all the way up to a 178,000 microwatts per meter square. And what we want you is in the low hundreds or, you know, in the below 100. And if you're real sensitive, below 10 microwatts per meter squared. And the other thing most people don't realize is the ear pods, most ear pods communicate with one another. So the communication is the shortest distance. The shortest distance from one ear pod to the other ear pod is right through your brain. So they are communicating EMFs, electromagnetic radiation, right through your brain. And often I'm in a home or I'm at a business and I have a good, better, and best solution. So sometimes someone says, I can't live without the AirPod. It's in my work. I've got to do it from time to time. So what I say is only put one in. So you've cut down half the radiation. 
Again, this isn't the best solution. The best solution is don't use them at all. And then whenever you get a call, put it in. And as soon as you finish the call, get it out of your ear. And if you don't, if you're not developing symptoms and, and things like that, but if you have a choice, I would always use wired earplugs. So use the wired plugs. Those are always the best. And they actually even sell some, which are air tubes. And the air tubes, it's actually the last foot or six inches actually just go through air. So they have uh, wired plugs, earplugs that, um, uh, that are wired with uh, all the way. And then they have some with air, uh, air, uh, air tubes, what they call them. So I would always use those whenever possible um, when you're using them because they're very, very dangerous. Remember, I heard a story. There's a lady out at a police, uh, police. She, I saw her at a conference and she worked uh, in Central California and she was a dispatcher. So she had a wireless device on the side of her head. Her entire side of the head, she started to develop tumors on that. And it was on the side of the head that she had the wireless devices. And those are just as strong now, the earplugs now, or the ear pods rather, are just as strong as what they used. And she was a dispatcher at the uh, at the police department. So again, get those away, use a wired one. And that's what I would recommend on that. Okay. And and what about, you know, I go to the gym a lot. Uh, I'm this avid uh, fitness enthusiast. And I always see these headphones and they're not plugged into anything. I think there's, I don't really know how they work. I don't wear headphones, uh, but they have them on through their whole workout, one, two hours. And it looks like a headset. So it's a lot of ear pods. Um, are those working with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi? And do they have the same effect? Yeah. Yeah, they're Bluetooth headphones. The ear pods are, are Bluetooth as well. And then the other question is, uh, they can be Wi-Fi as well. So in a gym, they might have a Wi-Fi signal that it picks up. But most of the time, the ear pods, they actually work off your phone. So when someone's working out, now they have radiation in their ears, but where's their phone? Their phone actually is on their person. And if you dig deep, deep enough in the uh, Android or Apple uh, phones, what they'll do in the instructions, they'll say, never keep this on your body. Always keep it a certain distance from your body. So uh, even the manufacturer is, is saying, legally, you should not have these on your body. So yes, it's either working off a of Wi-Fi or it's working, it's a Bluetooth that's working right off your phone. And that's why I always say uh, my second recommendation for people is when they use their phone, always use it in speaker mode. Because if you're in speaker mode, it's not connected to anyone, you have it in your hand, you can use it as far away as possible. So I always recommend use that in speaker mode. I know 5% of the time you'll have to put up to your ear and I do that as well. But again, 95% of the time, I would always use it in speaker mode. And if you can, use it 100%. And that's what I normally do. Okay. Okay, I'm going to throw out there a uh, little humor here. Uh, Bill was talking about good, better, and best. I think best would be bring back the Walkman <laughs> with the batteries in it. This is just so frightening to hear all of this. And moving on, you know, when I was working with you, well, I, I'm always working with you, but when we were specifically working at my place of business and you were testing things, 
I was really surprised to find out how much gets put out by wireless mouses and wireless keyboards. And you had a really amazing story. And then we get into the smart homes. And, you know, one of the reasons I had you come to my home was just for the obvious, just to to go through the home and, and make it safe. But what's happening in my neighborhood and what's happening in many people's neighborhoods is they're getting, you know, these houses are becoming more smart. And even the older homes, they're adding things to the homes. So we've got, you know, things like the smart doorbell, you're getting televisions, thermostats, which are smart, solar panels, which you control off of your phone. And I understand from you that you have to have a smart meter in order for those to work. Um, any uh, comments on that? Uh, getting back to the keyboard and the mouse. So of the wireless uh, Bluetooth mouse and mouse and keyboard are put out of tens of thousands of radiation. So in the 50,000s, the 40,000s, and I've measured them up to over 100,000. And your hands on it, the hands on the mouse, and it's just right there. It's really bad. So just buy, and we're all about solutions. So buy a USB mouse and just plug it in. You have USB on all these devices. And then same thing with the keyboard. Plug the, uh, get a USB keyboard and they all make them. You can call up Apple or the other people. You can just say, hey, I want a wired, uh, wired mouse and keyboard and you've reduced it. And what we're talking about is just reducing all these levels of radiation. So we go into a big box store, we can't avoid the Wi-Fi there, but at home we can avoid all these different levels. And what they do is they keep filling up and eventually you have a big uh, you have a big barrel and your immune system's trying to keep everything down and eventually it just overflows and your immune system can't handle it anymore. It becomes weakened. So we're always just trying to reduce as many of these uh, and eliminate as many of these radiations as possible. The smart homes are becoming a big issue uh, because they're all run off of Wi-Fi from uh, dishwashers to refrigerators to uh, actually uh, washers and dryers. And then you have the smart, uh, the smart doorbells and thermostats. They all put out thousands. When I measure them, they're thousands of uh, thousands of tens of thousands of microwatts per meter squared. And if you're close to them, you really get the effect of them. And uh, what I would also uh, just try to avoid most of those as possible. There are uh, things that deal with privacy as well. And the privacy has to do with when you have all these devices in, I, as Nicholas said, I've been in IT all my life. They have all these different uh, operating systems and all this software and there's security issues behind that. So we'll go to the privacy issue. So there was a light bulb, a smart light bulb that was made by a big manufacturer. And what happened was someone hacked into the light bulb. They could get to the whole system in the house. And guess what? The young girl had a camera in her room and the hacker could see the young girl in her bedroom. Talking about privacy, wow. So whenever possible, you don't use smart light bulbs and everything. But I always say if it's a safety or security issue, obviously safety and security are the top the uh, top two concerns I have. But a lot of these things, you don't, you don't need a smart light bulb for safety and security. So I would eliminate as many of these smart devices as possible. And if you have to use them at a certain time, 
use them, but then if they have the ability to unplug them or cut the power to them, then do that. Like at routers, we always recommend that you keep routers off at night whenever possible. If you can't do that, then we recommend that you shield the router. But we can talk about that at the next show. Yeah, gosh, there's so much to talk about. Okay, so let's, um, we keep talking about these devices and the frequencies they put out. Can you just name a few things about uh, what these frequencies do, how they affect the health in the body? Oh, what we do know about electromagnetic radiation is it does damage the DNA. And when you have damaged DNA, a lot of times, if your body can't handle it, it results in cancer. It also compromises the blood-brain barrier. And we talked about that a little bit at the last show. As your blood goes through your brain, there's a barrier. So toxins in your blood cannot get into your brain. But when you use uh, electromagnetic, these devices, then it will compromise. It'll open it up so these toxins can get into your brain. And then it also weakens the immune system. So it produces stress proteins. It also disrupts cell communication and interferes with the uptake of calcium. So there's some huge problems. And just because you haven't shown symptoms, like let's say I go into a house, maybe the wife has shown symptoms now, but the husband happens, it's still affecting every cell in your body. So the first time someone uh, has a cigarette, did they get cancer after that? But it did affect the body at that point. So again, minimize all of this, if not what the best thing to do is eliminate, but if you can't eliminate it completely, please minimize it. Yeah, that's, wow, thank you so much, Bill. That, that's a really potent point that you made. But, you know, the first time somebody smoked a cigarette, did they have cancer? No, but after, you know, years and years and decades of exposure, repeated exposure, that's where we can really um, have some harm and have some problems come in. So really good point. Thank you so much. Well, that was a lot of really fascinating, great eye-opening information, Bill. I'm, I'm so excited, you know, to do this series with you. And I want to say a couple of things before we close the show here. Uh, Bill's books are great. One of them is Exposed. It's got 30 pages of solutions alone just in that book. He's got another book, which is titled uh, Quick and Easy EMF Guide 99 Tips, which also provides solutions as to how to protect yourself. And, you know, actually, he's got a great brochure if you want to start there before you jump into the books, 10 ways you can reduce radiation exposure now, and there's no cost to those. Those can be ordered off of the website. For any of you who want to get in touch with Bill or maybe have an inspection done at your home or office, website is stopdirtyelectricity.com. Uh, his phone number to reach him at is 877-783-6465. And he has a complimentary consultation um, on his website that you can take advantage of for 15 minutes, get a chance to just speak with him and get an idea of what you need or what you're dealing with. He's got coupons on his website uh, for different kinds of measuring devices or EMF reducing products. So, and we're also auctioning off a book, one of his books, uh, The 99 Tips, 
for the most interesting question that somebody sends in, which we can answer uh, next time on our show. And also, I just want to mention that we're going to uh, we're going to uh, have another. We're going to bring Bill on for one more episode, and maybe one or two more actually, because there's so much to talk about. So join us next time. We're going to be talking about children and pets, and they are more subject to these harmful frequencies than us adults. He's going to be talking about Wi-Fi diapers, Bluetooth baby bottles and pacifiers, uh, wireless booties for children's feet. So lots of things to discuss and talk about when it comes to our children and pets. So I thank you so much for spending the hour with me. I hope you're feeling inspired, definitely more educated, and hopeful that no matter what you may be dealing with from a health perspective, there's always a natural solution that may completely remedy or significantly improve any health issue that you may be having. That's the message I'm hoping to convey through these discussions. And if you'd like to learn more, I invite our listening audience to visit our website, www.backtobalancelv.com. Until then, blessings and abundance with your health and your life. This is Nicola Burnett signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.